Is that the record button you just it hit? It is. It's been, it's, it's been pressed. Yeah. It's time to get all the way in there. It's time to penetrate the inner sanctum. Yeah. If that means make a comic strip. I yeah, guess. yeah. I, I, let's move in that direction. Okay. Yeah, we got, we actually got a strip out of Master of Barbers. We did. A good one. It's too bad you could not join us last night in the uh, Prison of Elders. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I, I, have, I have some experience with that. Yeah. Um, and what kind of, what kind of warlocks? I mean, what kind of uh, hunters were you guys? Like, uh, what, what's the best way to do? Is the best way to have a golden gun that kills bosses, or do you just flip out and stab guys all the time? My experience is that blade dancing is best just because of the invisibility. Oh, it's more about the escape. Yeah, and you also, if they ever do the mine shit, like we have to go to a zone, you can go there invisible and just sit there. And oh, get it. yeah, I guess that's true. So, so even once you get into the zone, you're not revealed or anything. You can just stand uh -oh. there and do it. Yeah. Oh, jeez. It's sort of like you were saying with the warlock, where it's like being able to come back from the dead is so good. Yeah, right? being able like, to come, yeah. But so what you need, you mean you need a, a you need a, a warlock that can come back. And then you have these invisible guys to do the fucking objectives. Right. That sounds pretty good. My problem is that when I see the when I see what looks to be the best plays, like the best strategies, uh, that's just not the type of that isn't the type of warlock I am. Yeah. You know, I, I, it would take me a while to build up that other tree, and maybe maybe that would be worth it. Like being able to resurrect yourself is no joke. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it's cool to be like being being able to do damage to Jesus. enemies is great. <laughs> we still talk about Jesus. It's been you know a long time. Yeah, yeah, that brand is still strong. <laughs> it's still running. It. Yeah. But we had talked about it being an illness, but we had also talked about popcorn time. Oh yeah, popcorn time. I, I have to say, I'm still a little surprised that I didn't know about it at all. And I, I think it's, I mean, part of it is because I, I don't run in the torrent, like in the, in the, I don't really run in the torrent continuum anymore. I don't either, but that seems like a mainstream play. Well, yeah, I mean, that would be like... My mom could fucking use that. Yeah, like... <laughs> My mom would use it and not understand that she's getting illegal torrents. <laughs> oh, no, because you wouldn't have to. Right. No part of no part of that experience looks, you know, as though it's being operated out of a shipping container in a dockyard. Yeah, do you remember um, LimeWire? Well, I remember that fucking Kara was like some kind of LimeWire sorceress. Oh yeah, she had quite the music collection. Well, sure, but I mean, I'm saying that I could every time I tried to download something from LimeWire, like I had LimeWire on, yeah, and then I would go out and I'd grab all these tracks, all these hot tracks. And then I would. <laughs> they were never what they were supposed to they be. They were never because LimeWire, or, or, you know, that continuum in general, just became uh, a place for labels, basically, to spoof um, and labels and trolls, right? Right. To the to the point where they made it almost useless. New Eminem track. It wasn't. It was it actually. Was not. It, it, never it was, was actually a drum machine. Yeah. And then every now and then a computerized voice would say Eminem, <laughs> and that is unlike a new Eminem track in, yeah. in several key respects. But even that, you know, was a little shady. I mean, I would not have shown my mom LimeWire. Yeah, yeah, not Slim Shady. 
right? Yeah. Um, but no, he's like, yeah, mom, so install this on this. Where's it coming from? Well, it's coming from lots of strangers. A lot of dangerous stuff out there, a lot of viruses. Probably in Russia. Yeah, it could be the Soviets. It could be the Reds. Yeah. Right? But it's not. Like, it, this, this doesn't, this looks like iTunes. It does. Except it's all free and... It's all he, illegal. Yeah, and you can get it right away. It's like walking into a Nordstrom's and everything there is stolen. <laughs> it's just all stolen merchandise. Well, yeah, but I mean that's that's the thing that sort of flips the the structure around on its head. It isn't like it isn't like you know because Robert has told us about you know when he when he visits um, Shanghai, he like he says that DVD like if you try to buy a DVD, it is not hard to purchase tons of pirate like pirated stuff is right. Is I mean is is near, to hear him tell it that's like the normal way to get things. Yeah. Right, but there's still a retail component. It isn't like we have piracy, and then basically like our piracy involves getting stuff for free. Oh, I see. At least thieves are being enriched. Well, I'm saying that there's like there's some kind of in, there's some kind of a, a structure that contains the that contains and monetizes the piracy. This is Robin Hood. Yeah, this is this is totally this is the opposite. Yeah, he's stealing it and then just giving it away. Right, and it's like, it's like because I mean, information uh, wants to be free, man. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, I don't make movies. I don't either. Right, and so I wonder which one of those. If you made video content, we should ask Van. If you made video content, which one of those? Which one of those structures would you hate more? (laughs) (laughs) Would you hate the one that gives it that gives it away completely for free, or would you hate the one that has this entire structure built around it? Where people are being enriched by your work, yeah. Like I mean, <laughs> even though I, it's not you, yeah, yeah. I mean, is there even is there like some aesthetic distinction in there somewhere? Yeah, I don't know. But it's but it's too fascinating. I guess. Would you rather have someone break into your house and steal your television and then sell it on Craigslist, or just give it to their friend? Yeah, you know what? I bet you don't care. No, I bet in either in either case to you it, it's not. Different. It's stolen. Yeah, I'm not getting it back. Yeah, remember that place Robert was telling us about where it's like out front, it's a tea shop. Yeah, and then you get into the back, and it's this like gigantic warehouse of pirated DVDs. Yeah, he also said that there was like a they could like pour tea from across the room from this huge teapot. <laughs> I don't remember that. I, I, I think about it probably once a day. Huh. I've probably thought of it once a day for 10 years. This huge teapot? Yeah. It's like they have this, the teapot is super long and it has this super long bit at the front and it's like, pew! They can like shoot tea. And when you say the long bit at the front, are you referring to the spout? Yeah. Yeah. Historically, they've had handles and spouts. Yeah. Right? That's been the system. What in the fuck? What? This whole system... I have to close this. If if I look up tea pouring videos on YouTube, nothing ever is going to (laughs) happen. It it was... We'd probably be paralyzed. (laughs) He was... It was like acrobatic. Like it was this like acrobatic maneuver and then at the end, the teacup was full. (laughs) I have to get away. I have to get away. I'm closing it. All right. We need to make a strip. Oh, I, I'm aware. I'm aware. I'm aware. But I just, I'm, I, there has to be a way. There has to be a way to encapsulate this popcorn time. 
Yeah, I agree. Because it's, it's, I mean, it's, I'm so, I'm so surprised by it. Yeah. So, but this is the thing, like, so when I grew up, when I was, as a kid, of course, I didn't really have, you know, kids don't have money in the classic sense. Yeah. And so, you pirate games because that's how you can get games. But, if you're, if you're growing up now, I wonder if, I, I wonder how, because there's so many systems in place to get, it, it's still free, it's still about cost. Sure. I think it's still about cost. So, so that's total, it's popcorn time is totally normal then, I would bet. I would bet that is the baseline way of doing that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it would be, try to imagine if there was a popcorn time for games, like, right, if Steam was free. Oh, yeah, well, you know, when we were talking to the, the person we were talking to about popcorn time is himself a developer. Yeah. And so, and he was very, I mean, he seemed very confident He's like, that was his thought too, but he seemed very confident that just the nature of games, like how different they are to execute and run, will keep them from, will, will save them from that fate. Oh, sure, but, but then, that, they're just lucky that their thing is harder to pirate. Yeah. Like For if there was a Steam that looked like Steam, but everything was free, I mean, people would, the industry would go ape shit. No. Yeah, I think he's wrong. I don't see any reason why that wouldn't work. Yeah. Now, it wouldn't. Now, the amazing, like the, sh the shocking thing about Popcorn Time is that the thing that's really weird about it is that it starts like in 10 seconds. Yeah. So, this, this steam that we're talking about. Yeah. This dark steam, it doesn't, it doesn't have instant play, but it still works, but it would still work exactly like steam. Right. It would just grab everything via torrents and I mean, every every other part of it would be the same. Yeah. It isn't, you know, they don't they don't have that they don't have that set up on PC yet the way they have it on Xbox and PS4 where there's that chunk of the game that sort of exists out front. Right. That gets downloaded and there's an experience there after a short period of time. Right. right. But there's there's no reason to believe that that couldn't happen on PC also eventually. But but I think that that's it. There's no reason that Steam couldn't operate like that. Um, I think I think p part of the reason that Popcorn Time is was still sort of on the edge is because it sounds like the Windows client is actually sort of new. It's a beta, yeah. Yeah, and and so I think for maybe on Mac it was normal or more normal for a while. Yeah. <laughs> huh. I um, I okay. So imagine that you imagine that you were cr a video creator, mm -hmm. and you were tantalized by the prospect. Of making videos, and then you found out about Popcorn Time, and you were agitated. Mm -hmm. Did you know that there's an Android and iOS client for Popcorn Time? <laughs> no. Yeah. There's so, how yeah. can so that's so that is no. the point at which you lose your goddamn mind. <laughs> Wait a second. Are you telling me that there is an iOS app? I'm looking at it right here for Popcorn Time. I'm looking at it right here. I'm going to the App Store. No, it's not going to be in the App Store, right? You're going to have to you're going to have to get it on there another way. Oh, well then that doesn't matter. Yeah, god, Jesus Christ. Yeah, if Apple yeah, mhm. Mm <laughs> if they allowed that on there. <laughs> but I'm saying so now but imagine if you that jailbreak your phone. If you're a fucking nerd weirdo then No, this doesn't require a jailbreak. What do you this, do? I I'm saying that this 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 particular app installation it doesn't, it doesn't require that you do a bunch of crazy shit. It, it that those instructions didn't look onerous to me. 
Um, it had instructions, though. Yeah, yeah, it's all right there. Well, still, that's not a mainstream. No, plan. no, no, no. I'm just saying that, like, the prospect right there. Yeah. Whoo. Well, I heard that the Mac client you can send right to your Apple TV. Well, of course, yeah. It'll, it'll do, it's set up to do that. Right. God damn. <laughs> okay, here we go. I just don't understand how this how it survives. How it survives? You mean how how yeah. it doesn't get nuked from orbit? Yeah, exactly. By the railgun, which totally doesn't exist. <laughs> right now, right right now, the only thing that's keeping it safe is that it's not universal. It, it seems to me like it, it seems to me like they would have to freak out. But then it's like it'll be available from you know, torrent. Torrents have lasted a lot longer than I expected, anyway. Yeah. Just because they're they're by by their nature, they're just sort of ambient, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, it seems like Comcast could destroy that, or it seems like at the ISP level, it'd be easy peasy. So what's the angle? What's the joke angle? I mean, is the is the joke how how easy it makes it to do something like illegal? Like if something else illegal was made that easy, is one of them using it and one of them thinks that's bad? How do we come in at it? To me, the the, the, the there has to be a way to contain like the shock and wonder, and I, I think I think that both of us are shocked by it and in wonder that's true we, we it doesn't have to have the i mean we need typically we need the access so that i mean to generate conversation right and then bounce them off each other but it's just so startling i mean it, it may be that the whole thing is just not it may be that it's a fool's fucking errand and we've wasted a ton of time on it but i just can't it's so wild i think there's a comic in there yeah, and so you started it to see if it worked, but you you wouldn't use it, right? No, I didn't. I I checked it and it did work. Good lord, did it work? But I I have not actually used it. It looked to watch a movie. It looked crisp. It looked really. I mean, X. I could watch X Machina right now. Yeah, you're not going to be able to get out and watch it. No, I'm not going to go to a theater and see it. It's not. It's not possible, right? No. And and the alternative is to wait until it comes out. On DVD, which is fine. I can do that. Yeah, but by then, there'll be other movies you want to watch. Right. You see what I mean? Like, I, I definitely feel like, I definitely feel like day and date, like, for me, solves a lot of these problems. Yeah. Um, I would gladly rent. I would gladly rent. Even at the premiums they tend to charge for that initial wave. Yeah. I mean, I would, I mean, that's... Movies cost fucking cr are crazy expensive. Well, there's a bunch of movies now that have come out recently where they'll be like, it's it's out early, but only to buy. It's like twenty bucks. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, and basically, basically they they make it like a DVD. Yeah, cost. and there are a lot of movies where I'm on the edge that I'll just I'll pay twenty bucks, you know, to have it right then. Well, yeah, I mean, I, here like I would pay twenty bucks to go to the fucking theater. Yeah, twenty dollars here is like. One person and the amount of snacks they might have, right? If not less, yeah. 
I mean, I don't even, I'm not even talking about a person who is like weighed down with snacks. No, I would be lucky to get out of the theater for 20 fucking bucks. Yeah. And then every, it's like, that's the other thing. It's like, I know that when I, when I grabbed uh, Veronica Mars to watch with Brenna, I felt like I was making money. Yeah. Because we were both watching it. Right. But I mean, I bet that is something that a studio executive like sweats in the night over. Do you think studio that executives? That more than one person is watching it and that <laughs> it should be $12 a piece. See, I don't, I don't know. I guess it's a combination I think, of both. I think that they like, see To me, heads. it's the theater, the theater industry that's like every seat is, you know, 20 bucks. Like... You can't have more than one person watching a movie and not have them all pay. Like, yeah, but where does one start and the other? You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that that's like a lichen or something. That's a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Well, the, the way that sometimes, I mean, the way that it actually happened was that we were introduced to it by someone, by a friend. That's always how it works. Right, right, right. At a party? No, no, yeah, exactly. Like at a at a party, like um, Trevor's parents were out of town. Yeah, you must. Was there a Trevor in your life that you hated? No, I just hate that name. Because that is your go-to name for douchebags. Well, for a long time it was Steve. <laughs> it's been Trevor for a no, long no, time. No, no, but then once I got, once I discovered Trevor. Yeah. Can't even say it without. Ah, uh, no! I, I just, I just, I could feel my face like, curling in on itself. Yeah, we're gonna get email from Trevor's now. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the <laughs> we're gonna get a, a, the uh, the Trevor's union. Yeah. I just for the record, I am not anti-Trevor. I have no prejudice against Trevor's. In fact, I don't even see Trevor's. <laughs> in, in fact, I support Trevor's one hundred percent. Yeah. I, I also I also get the perception that like it's not cool. <laughs> What's not cool? It's not cool to think the way I do about torrents. Oh, it's absolutely not cool. Yeah, there's people listening to this going, "These guys are fucking dummies." Yeah, I, because I don't, they're like, "Oh, I wasn't gonna watch the movie anyway, so I wasn't gonna pay." They're not losing money, and but now if I watch, it, I may go buy it. I said it in a dumb voice. You can tell how I feel well, about that fucking idea. <laughs> no, I, I don't. You know. Fucking steal a car off the lot. Hey, if I like it, maybe I'll buy it. <laughs> fucking doing donuts. <laughs> I wasn't going to buy it anyway. You're not losing money. Woo! <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. Obviously, from a rhetorical perspective it gets complicated as i know that it's not like a one-to-one thing i think no it's, it's actually, not but it's stealing i think it's it's I think someone's it thing that they made yeah i think it's i think that it's complicated and interesting to think about just because the things you make you know aren't physical that person gets fucked <laughs> like i'm sorry all oh. i make is art <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, it's just a different it's a different kind of object right yeah if i did if, if only what you were good at was like making like High security, like cryptographic keys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like that. I said in the news post a while ago. Like, you, I used to think like the people who made physical things were safe. Like, you can't go and download a wrench, but now you can. Yeah, you can. They're download all it. fucked. You can download it and make it. Yeah, but yeah, it's not cool. Oh, that's funny. Well, I just saw that. Um, this year's this year E three. Mm-hmm. 
uh, is allowing limited public access. <laughs> ten, like 10 years after PAX? Yeah. Good idea, guys. That's startling. Yeah. I wonder what the media thinks of that. Oh, I bet I, they hate it. I'm sure. I'm their sure their I know. lines are going to get longer. I'm sure I know. Uh, yeah, but their lines won't get longer because, you know, they're typically setting up stuff, right? They're, they're, they have a time to go talk to BioWare. Yeah. Maybe the big guys. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I love this. I love this. This year, for the first time, there will be prosumers in the halls. It, what the hell is a prosumer? Said Rich Taylor, Senior Vice President of Consumer No, he Industry didn't say that Affairs. out loud. No one has ever said the word prosumer out loud. I refuse to believe that. I mean, I said it now because I'm repeating it, but I don't think anyone has ever, in the course of a sentence, <laughs> said prosumer. While fans have been let into the show in small numbers over the years through contests, yeah, obviously, um, the ESA says this new policy is a first. About 4,000 to 5,000 non-industry people, I love that term, <laughs> non-industry people, about 4,000 to 5,000 interlopers will be invited <laughs> to the show. Member exhibitors each have an allotment of some passes that they are permitted to distribute to their valued customers. You sound oh, like a weird. crazy person. What a weird system. Uh, the decision came during an ESA board meeting discussing E3. Each year, Taylor said, the board meets after E3 to discuss what went wrong, what went right, and what can change. The decision to open the doors to a limited number of the public was spurred by several things. There's a number of factors. There was a desire by a number <laughs> of exhibitors. One is PAX. Yeah. Uh, the other one is PAX. <laughs> there, uh, we've there also heard about the show called PAX. By a number of exhibitors and board members to connect with people directly. In this age of vast social media, <laughs> having some of those voices in the hall to report their reaction and enthusiasm is seen as a big plus. <laughs> That doesn't mean he added... What the fuck is he talking to? I don't know. A mirror on the wall, presumably. That doesn't mean he added that the show values traditional press reaction and coverage any less. Mm -hmm. Ho, 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 ho. Except the press doesn't matter anymore. Now All we matters get to social it. Media. Now we get to it. Fascinating. I want to go talk to Robert about this. You're inviting some, some new girls to the dance, so to speak. Here, hang on a second. But Taylor said that even if the board wanted to open the show to the public on, say, Friday after the show has historically ended, there are natural constraints in place, including abutting shows at the convention center. Yep, that's a totally normal yeah. thing. Um, the thinking was to expend, uh, expand to include the prosumers. <laughs> and he said, now he said it twice. He said it twice. And then evaluate how it went after this year's show. So I guess they're a, a consumer, but they're... They're of such a high caliber that they're they're really good at consuming. Yeah. So the very <laughs> first time I ever heard the term prosumer, first of all, you know what's funny? A piece Clowns. of terminology. No, a piece of terminology like customer facing is not a piece of customer facing terminology. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that term is actually not something you should ever say when you think there might be a customer around. Well, you can't say that you have customer-facing terminology, no. You know what I mean? But um, we see so many documents that are like, oh, this is the customer-facing message. Exactly, right? And, that, and that's what's going on here. He should, never be able, he should never say the word prosumer outside of a meeting room. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like delighter. 
like the term delighter from that Amazon presentation. Oh, right. Somehow it got out there. Like yeah. that that has broken the quarantine. That's like Jurassic World. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that yeah. terminology cannot be out. But the very first time I ever heard the term prosumer was when I was talking to Stormy. Mm-hmm. Joshua Latendris, right? Yeah. And so that's when he was first making the Astro A40. Right. Right? So oh, that he, is were, a piece, those were made for prosumers? Well, exactly. So, or, or what he, you know, that term has existed for a long time. And I think that it probably comes, it probably came originally from the sort of high-end audiophile sort of context, right? I can see that. Yeah, yeah, they're not going, this is not, they're not getting the Sears thing. No. They're not, you know what I mean? Like, these, this is like that monster cable type, in, you know, enthusiast hmm. that is in a different, like, is a different category from a regular enthusiast. And also, they, they tend to be people their friends look to, right? Sure. Um, and so that's, that's what he's, I think that's what he's trying to say here, is, but, yeah, that, to I me, mean, to my mind, that definitely speaks to the YouTube, you know, Twitter blog access. Well, yeah. More I mean, than anything else. He's trying to say, like, oh, it doesn't mean we don't value our... Our, our press friends, but they don't. They, I mean, all that matters now is like if somebody comes who's got a lot of tweeters or a lot of YouTubers. They're called twardos. Oh, twardos. Yeah. If you have a bunch of twardos, fucking game over, man. Yeah. Get a couple twardos in there. That's it. <laughs> yeah. The numbers speak for themselves. The continued growth, the global consumption. If I ever say the word prosumer seriously, you have my permission. In fact, I ask you now. I beg you. To just shoot me in the face. Can do. Can do. That's revenue, kid. Yeah. God, the way that they're handing them out is really bizarre, too. So they're giving them to exhibitors who are then going to pass them on to maybe like via contests or something, I guess. Or Well, they did contests before. Yeah. But these non-industry people, it isn't like you buy tickets and get in. Right. These four to 5,000 non-industry people. They're being people, invited. Yes. You know, different places are granting them access. Oh, you know what it is? It's like when Bungie does that, did that Destiny thing, and they're like, oh, we got to have, what was his name? That YouTuber. Broman. Professor Broman. Sure. Right? They're like, we got to have Professor Broman on this thing. And I couldn't watch it. Like, I watched a couple minutes, and then Professor Broman made me turn it off. Do you feel like he's not tenured? Well, he has a... I mean, he has the title. I'm I'm not saying that he didn't earn it, but I didn't like him. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm sure he's a real professor. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 how, how could you doubt? But uh, so if Bungie had a bunch of tickets, they would give them out to those people, right? The people that stream your game, the people that tweet about your game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it makes it makes perfect sense. And honestly, if you're talking about like you know who you want to carry that stuff out of there, maybe that's maybe that's better. That's better. These people are fans, right? Their message coming out of E3 is going to be completely different than. Well, <clears throat> it's part of the reason I don't go anymore. Sure, it's really hard. I mean, it's not impossible if you are an asshole, as. I, I think I can make the case that we are assholes, mm -hmm. right? But it is very hard to get out of there unscathed. What do you mean? It is a very, very exciting environment. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, they're going over the top to wow you. And and I want to be wowed. I mean, I'm not, yeah. you know, am I not human? Yeah. We've I want to I want to see there. 20 million dollars worth of big screen televisions yeah suspended in the air. I want to be bathed in projections. Yeah, I mean a lot of our rules for packs are based on, you know, not wanting it to become that, that spectacle. Oh, in terms of this, the in terms of like how booths are limited and Yeah, yeah, like scope. you know, when you yeah. walk into that fucking hall at E3, it's I mean it's it's crazy. Yeah. It it would be hard. They've, it's like Burning Man. I mean, they basically yeah. they basically built a like a consumer city or prosumer city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. what a what an interesting way to to hand those out. Well, it, it's the most. I mean, it's the most strategic way. Yeah. Right. They they can't if they if they only have an allotment of four to five thousand. Right. They, they can't be. They can't just let someone buy them. They're gonna let each exhibitor pick their biggest. Yep. fans. Yeah, so they're talking about it here as it as though it was a part of like this meeting, but I mean, I wonder if I wonder if it wasn't all these different places like mm-hmm. listen, we need you 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 got to extend it. You have to extend us something here. Yeah. You know. I mean, for years I was like like making those fake articles. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Right. I would like make the fake articles and I'd put like the byline on there, I'd, like hand make them in HTML. And then I would like <laughs> <laughs> print them out or fax them or I mean, send them down. Fake business cards. Which I guess as soon as you make a business card, it's not fake anymore. Yeah, then it's real. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes. Yeah, those were legit business cards. I mean I had the I had the business cards that had no contact information on them. Yeah. It just it just had my name on it. Yeah, I'm not good. I'm not good at that. Alright, so do we I don't know. Popcorn time, I don't I honestly I don't see the angle. Uh, there's popcorn time and, and then there's E3. I mean, is that a comic opportunity? I think it could be. Yeah, yeah. But when, when I saw the headline, I was like, oh, hey, hey, they're they're becoming a hybrid show. Yeah, but they're really not. No, uh-uh. That's not what's happening at all. I don't, that's not my read. Actually, trying to absorb what he said there, I, that's not my read at all. Yeah. It's that they want a different type of press. They want the, they want, you know, the... Usurper, functionally speaking. Enthusiast, right? Press, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I can't. I gotta believe that that's pissing them off. The, the Kotaku's and the Polygons and yeah, the IGNs. Like I say, I mean, I, I think that that structure, they've got years of ex, of show experience. Yeah. Ahead of this new prosumer, right? Right. They know what to do. They already they already have the contacts. You know what I mean? Sure. Like they know how to get the custom thing. They know how to meet at the party. They know how to get that pass. You know, they know all the PR people. Like they are. Yeah, but think about strongly empowered. Let's say that there's a video game company and it's called Video Game Company. Video Game Company. VGC. Video Game Company makes a game called Game. Game Guys. Yeah. And they're showing it off at E3. It's going to be huge. They're making Game Guys too. Oh, the sequel. Yeah. They I love invite the, the biggest fans of Game Guys, all the people who are streaming Game Guys all the time, to come to E3 Indeed, with these new tickets. A, 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 now they've signed in with their account. Now they're streaming from their account during the show. Yeah. Who, who is going to get special treatment at that show? Game Guys streamer or fucking Brian Crescente? Who would that company rather talk to? At, at, that, at that point, it's a numbers game, right? Yeah. Because there's only so many days of the show. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't doubt that they're still going to interact with the normal press. 
But when it comes to like, here's a sneak preview or here's the behind the closed, you know, behind closed doors or I don't see why they wouldn't give that stuff to their fucking enthusiasts. Well, and also they're, 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 they want to be there so bad. Yeah. Um, and it's really fun. It is really, really fun to see that stuff. And if you like the game anyway, I'm not even saying that these enthusiasts are doing anything bad by being excited. I mean... No, they're fans. Yeah, they're fans. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a great situation for them. That's it's, awesome. It's, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. I don't know. And honestly, a lot of times, if I'm going to read something, I prefer to read something from someone who is a fan. Like, I, I want to read something from someone who is invested yeah, I mean, what does this person, you know, who likes this think? Yeah, you know, for for my part, you know, anytime I read anything online, obviously I triangulate it. Yeah, that's one piece of data that I pull in, you know, and right. I I orient it with the other pieces of information that I have, but I don't, you know, my expectation, my expectation from an enthusiast is that they are going to give me a different perspective, you sure. know, than I'm going to get from someone who you know, who pretends to neutrality of any kind. Yeah. Which I, which I don't fully believe in, right? I mean... No, you can't. No. I think that... I think that I probably trust them less. Yeah, because I don't feel like they're being honest. At least I feel like the Professor Bromans of the world are being honest. Like, I didn't like his shtick, but obviously his shtick is crazy popular. I'm sure my son would love it. Like, he's, I'm sure he's got a bajillion... Twitchers. I think that your son loves Professor Broman more than he loves you. Probably. It's probably true. I he think loves Markiplier. I think that Professor Broman would probably be a better father. Yeah, he probably would be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, he's a professor. I mean, he at least went to school. <laughs> Bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To my mind, the, the funniest line here is that doesn't mean that the show values traditional press reaction and coverage any less. <laughs> if you have to say it if you have to say it then you do <laughs> it's like when someone says I mean I I'm not racist but, but <laughs> or it's like when you get a new puppy and it's like oh this doesn't mean we love the old almost dead dog any less yeah this decrepit old hound but look how cute this puppy is yeah it's like the new baby yeah yeah I, I find that very amusing it is amusing we are amused. <laughs> I am amused. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like let's. You just... also tried to gypsy curse somebody the other day. I don't know if that's racist or not. Who but did? You should put it in the ideas. I think it's. I, I, I think that if you say it's a Romani curse, it's okay. Okay. Or maybe it's the cursing in general. No, I think it's pretty well recognized that curses occur. I think so. Um, People get cursed. Yeah. No, I mean. Yeah. So what? What do you? What do you mean? Did well, that you, happen? Well, Scott Kurtz came and told us about a project he wants to do, and you cursed it. Did I? Yeah, you... But, Michael, you, you have to understand, I don't actually remember anything that I do or say. If, if you were not here, I, I, I wouldn't said even that, know. You said that it was doomed, and you cursed him with ruin and ruin upon... No, like, that, to, that wasn't me. I didn't say ruin, ruin. Uh, I said ruin, but you started the cursing. <laughs> oh, you just went along? Listen, yeah, if I, Jimmy... I added on to the curse. <laughs> Listen, if Jimmy cursed a project, would you have to... I don't know. Anyway, it's cursed now, and it's going to fail, but... I don't think it'll fail. I think it'll do a good well, job. Well, it depends on if our curse works or not, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. This is, this is an opportunity. So what we need to do is find out about another project of his... Right. ...and not curse that one. And that'll be the control group. Exactly. 
We can get to we can get to the heart of this thing, I think. Yeah, yeah. So the intro, it's you know, you know, this year for the first time, E3 will admit thousands of fans. Yeah. But even but even that characterization, they 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 exist in a in a twilight state between fan and journalist. They're a prosumer, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, understand that you authorized me to murder you. No! I said it ironically. It was ironical. But yeah, I don't, I don't think fan is the right word. No, fan is not the right word. I think word. that their relationship to this medium is actually more complex than that. Because they're going to come directly at the, at the exhibitor's behest. Yeah, they're more like envoys. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> they're ambassadors. They're the hype team. They're the flavor flav. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's always like, you know, it, you know, just because we're doing that, you know, doesn't mean that the show values traditional press reaction coverage any less. And the last belly just winks, wink. <laughs> Bing. I almost got through that with a straight face. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. No, I'm sorry. I can't. You're going to have to get somebody else to do it. Bob, come over and do it. Bob, come over and say the lies. <laughs> Doesn't mean we value traditional, ancient, outdated media with their pretend <laughs> neutrality any less. Because traditional media is so great. It's my favorite. <laughs> I mean, it's really... It's really good and relevant. It's so good. No, Bob, I can't do it. Bob, you need to come over and say the lies. <laughs> you guys are still super relevant. I can't do it. I can't do it. I tried. I tried. Bob, I tried. You, you saw me. Here. You saw me. I tried to do you it. You saw me. I tried. Bob, you got to come over here and say no. these lies. <laughs> Bob, you saw me. I tried. <laughs> I left off irrelevant. <laughs> Let's see. This is, E3 will allow thousands of prosumers to attend the show. That's true. But it doesn't mean that we value traditional games media any less. They're the best. They're so great. <laughs> I think it might be good if we get in that first line or somewhere in the beginning, the idea that these are people invited specifically by exhibitors. Like they're yeah. the enthusiast media or whatever. Yeah, it's so funny. You know, we, there was a time where we would have called the blogs enthusiast media. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. But then once, you know, once they get entrenched. Right. It, that is so interesting. I feel very lucky to have been here during this period. You either, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become a monster or something. Is that how it works? Something like that, yeah. Is that from Batman? No, no, no. I don't think that is. I don't know what that's from. It's from Mike Krahulik. No, I didn't invent that. God, did I invent that? <laughs> I'm incredible. I mean, I've heard it all over the place, but maybe it originated. Yeah, from maybe you me. heard it in your own mind. Yeah, yeah. They're being invited directly by exhibitors. exhibitors to to promote their products, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. But that, but it doesn't mean that. We value traditional games media any less. <laughs> you guys are still super rough. <laughs> I can't do it. You guys are still. You guys are still super relevant. <laughs> oh, it was from Batman. 
Nah, it's it's from before that too. I think. I I I it's such an amazing phrase. Yeah. So help me help me get this second thing. So it's like. It's it's basically a, like a uh, he's stumbling over the words, right? Yeah. He's sort on. of tumbling over the text. One second. Yeah. I'm trying to find the origin. Yeah. Huh. That, it looks like it was Harvey Dent. I've heard it in a couple songs too, but maybe they post date the movie. Yeah, it's in So Appalled, right? This quote does originally come from the film. Harvey coins the phrase in response to Rachel's comment about Caesar. Fucking A. Wow. That's pretty nice. I found a big thread about people trying to figure out if it happened any time before that. That's crazy. God damn. <laughs> Here, so I'm going to read this to you. You tell me oh, it's all right. okay. <laughs> this year, E3, E3 will allow thousands of prosumers to attend the show. That's true. They're being invited directly by exhibitors to promote their products. But it doesn't mean that we value traditional games media any less. You guys are still... You guys are still super relevant. <laughs> and it's cool how you're all like... With the... God damn it! No, Bob, I can't do it. Bob, you saw me. I tried. I need you to come over here and say the lies. <laughs> yeah, that's good. When I cast the pot, it's like I cast the rod Keeping it hard like a motherfucker gas robot I'm really caught, today's fresh catch I mean a podcast, something about nets Yes, it gets better when it's winter I'm fettered by my fish gear Catch and release, get in that crease when my fish near Talk about a plant best laid off that stray And yes, I crave that tuna with his peck fins blade But while I'm glistening from the whole sea You better listen into DLC I got that, I got that wild caught salmon It's tender and it's moist Downloadable content, a podcast of choice 